Hello everyone, assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Daily Tribe Golden Nugget where we have one goal and one goal only and that is to inspire you to succeed every single day. So today I'm really excited we are joined by Raja Avila who is a spiritual coach using meditation, dhikr and journaling techniques to encourage healing and trauma recovery. You may know her from our previous programs, such as the Mita Ramadan edition, and Raja is actually a revert to Islam since 2019, after exploring many different spiritual paths, such as Catholicism, Hinduism, Buddhism, and more, and is the founder of Sacred Sisterhood and the author of her new baby, Coming Home Journal, Let Go, Let God. Um, she's also studied yoga and Ayurveda medicine, which she also incorporates into her practices. So thank you so much again for joining me today, Raja. So thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm very excited to be here. And inshallah, you will get some inspiration <laughs> from this golden nugget. As we have used sort of journaling through the Meet Her Challenge, you know, Anjali spoke to us about journaling in day one of the Meet Her Challenge. So it's definitely been prominent for us in the, in the challenge. And Modest Fitness also provided a journal printout for our participants. So we have learned how powerful gen, journaling can be. But as women of faith going through this health and fitness journey, we want to see improvements in all aspects of ourselves, whether it be physical, mental, and spiritual. So just how powerful can journaling be on our spiritual journey? So journaling, as um, you were mentioning, is a very powerful a way for um, understand and our emotions start exploring our emotions and really connecting with our whole being we are you know like holistic beings you know our emotions are not separate from our body there are many different studies right now how you know when you um like certain type of uh, disease as you as western western medicine call it um when there is also a connection with suppressed emotions. So all these things, all, you know, like the spiritual being, the, our spirituality is also something that is very important in that. So like we, all these three pieces are part of who we are. So journaling, it can be a way for you to connect with your emotions, you know, connecting to, with your physical body, to also to empty your mind, you know, like, and in, in also in, Islam, we talk about, you know, maybe our naps when sometimes we, we feel there is so much things in our head. And also in this case, to connect uh, and have a deeper connection with Allah. For me, journaling has been um, a journey of really having this kind of like connection and conversation with Allah. Every time that I journal is like I am writing a letter, you know, like to, to him, it's a way for me to express um, even maybe sensations that I don't have a label to put maybe under an emotion at that moment, but really like a form of dua, a form of relief. And through that process, uh, you know, like um, get to know myself and also feel um, a lot closer into my heart. That's beautiful. Wow. I definitely, you know, we know that we can connect with Allah through our salah, through our prayers, um, and through, you know, sort of traditional dhikr, but to think of journaling as actually, you know, writing letters to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's, that's beautiful. I think it's really something that 
many of us can take away today. So to help us even further, obviously some people have never journaled before. You know, I haven't done a lot of journaling before. You know, I started the Me To Her Challenge and I'm not in this sort of like way as such. Um, so what do you like to do? What do you like to break down while journaling? What are potentially some of the prompts that you use while journaling? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So the first thing is I always like to start with an intention. You know, you set up your intention, you know, like maybe explore my feelings, maybe... I'm experiencing some grief, you know, so just set the intention. And I always start like with the Fatiha, you know, because this is this dialogue, as I said, for me is a, it's a source of connection with Allah. And if you maybe are new to journaling or you don't know how to start, sometimes, you know, when you think about journaling, you think about like, oh my, it has to be this perfect paragraph, right? And that makes sense. No, that's not the case. From for what I have found in myself, and also it has been very therapeutic for many sisters. You know, like where where we incorporate this in our in our in in the circles that I do with Secret Sisterhood, is just suddenly really bringing the awareness also to your body, to maybe how are you feeling, and when is the moment to write down a what you know like the moment to write down a journaling any sensations, any feelings, any even just random words mm -hmm. that you just feel that you, like, that, that you want to express, that's a beautiful way to do it. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like follow this certain type of um, a stereotype of journaling because the intention also is, you know, what I think it takes place. You know, you, you start with that intention, you, you know, yeah, Allah. For me, it's even more important to journaling when I am experiencing like some difficulties or pain or grief, because it's a way that sometimes um, for me to kind of like empty my mind, but also like put my heart out there to Allah. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm very surprised sometimes to a lot of the things that, you know, come, come through the practice. So one tip that I say to people, if you are new to journaling and it's kind of like like intention journaling, that's how I call it. So like to connect with your heart is, is at some point if you feel that your mind is in, you know, in blank, you know, that you don't have anything, just write the word Allah, 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 many times until many, maybe just a word come through or a feeling or whatever. And just start doing that more and more. And the more that you do that, the more that you are able to open up to experience and connect with your feelings because especially if you have been someone that have suffered or like have been in a, that have been, you know, like in any type of traumatic experiences, it's very easy that you start like disassociating from your body and your emotions. So you have a difficulty to connect with that because you don't want to connect with your emotions. So that's a very gentle way to start like bringing that awareness and a very safe way and I mean, and you are also journeying into Allah. So what a better way to do that? You know, like it's not a more um, a safer space to do that, you know, to just have to bring him, you know, like into that practice. Yeah. So were you journaling sort of before you reverted to Islam? Not really, not much. I was, I was um, more like into the meditation and, you know, like yoga, breath work, um, you know, like in a way to process my emotions, but not really like journaling. Um, maybe I did a couple like, you know, like letters or like, you know, different exercises that sometimes people recommend, you know, like to process certain emotions, mm -hmm. but it was not a practice for me. I actually started like journaling when I started using the divine names. And so the first thing is like, if I am feeling fear around a certain situation, so I pick names 
know, like maybe uh, Al-Wakil or Al-Hafiz, you know, like to bring that. And first I start connecting, you know, like after I do the Fatiha, it's like, okay, I'm feeling this, this is how I'm feeling. And I kind of like make my dua, you know, as, and I said the intention, yeah, Allah, I call in consciously upon your divine name to bring my protection. And then I recite the name. And after that, I just allow myself to just write down whatever it came or maybe how I'm feeling right now, or even if anything came to you, like just trust the process because you are calling Allah to help you and guide you. That's beautiful because I know so many people have said, you know, throughout the time that we've been running the program is that sometimes people do feel this that disconnect with Allah SWT or, you know, whether they're reverts or born Muslims, sometimes we have moments in our lives where we have disconnect or we have different situations that don't potentially facilitate our relationship with Allah. Mm -hmm. But to be able to, you know, set that intention, recite the Fatiha and then see what comes and find a name, find a divine name, find a characteristic of Allah SWT mm -hmm. that's really going to speak to you. So how... How did you go about finding this practice and educating yourself about what names are good for which situations? Okay, so there are like two names, two names, sorry, two books that I recommend. Uh, so if you're going to become familiar with it, one is the, the Divine Names for Fausia. I don't remember her last name at this moment. And the other one is Physicians of the Heart. So the way that they come out with the names and the explanation of the names is also by different emotions or different feelings and different situations. So that's a, like a very kind of like easy way to just start like getting familiar with that. Um, also, like for me, you know, like the divine names, it became something like a communication me directly to God. So sometimes I do like, um, especially when I started and I didn't know many many things about the names. I was like just making a dua and I was like, yeah, Allah, show me what is the name that I need. And I just opened the book and I was like, okay, I trust that this is the name that, that you want me to use. So I feel like, you know, like you don't have to have a lot of knowledge. As I said, you know, Allah knows our intentions and now, you know, like he knows our heart. So like, as long as you have the intention to connect with, with him, like things will, the, things will come and he will guide you with, you know, with, or even if you don't know a specific name, just recite the name. I mean, Allah, you know, Allah encompasses all the divine names. Mm -hmm. So is this just calling consciously upon him to help you in any of the difficulties or uh, that you might be experiencing? What kind of difficulties or traumas have you come across or have you experienced yourself that people, um, you know, after using this practice has have found, you know, ease, tranquility and healing? Mm -hmm. So um, actually, this is why I came with my journal. <laughs> the main, I have been, you know, like, of course, we have different emotions and maybe we bring different names related to what we are experiencing. But I, after doing this process for a while, um, and this is very fascinating for me, is I found in the recitation of the Divine Names and Dicker a very powerful healing for safety. So it took me a couple of years and I feel I was always try to, trying to address the symptoms, you know, like I was, I was described in the way that I described this into the journal is like safety is your root, um, or in my case, it was the root cause of the disease, right? And the other things, you know, like like control, like perfectionism, um, resentment, indignation are the symptoms that are showing that there is a wound of a safety, you know, like maybe you don't feel safe mm. or you feel like even, you know, intellectually that allies with you, you don't feel that you feel like you are alone, like, you know, facing the world and no one takes you, have, have your back. 
So for me, this, um, this was last year, you know, COVID, it really took me very deep to start like seeing all, many of these things that were coming, you know, from when I was, when I was a kid and things that I thought, I thought were okay. And I was telling myself, you know, it's fine. But I realized it was like, kind of like looking back into um, like a lot of things that were coming back to me. I was like, oh my God, this makes sense. So safety uh, and basically like trusting and tawakul, you know, like really trusting the divine plan, trusting that even things nowadays look um, pretty scary and there are like things happening that you are protected, that, that you, you know, like kind of like saying alhamdulillah for the good and alhamdulillah kind of like for the challenges, right? But really, really feeling it in our heart, not just, you know, like basically what we are supposed to do, so really feeling that safety and that um, protection from Allah, you know, like, and knowing that if it's something happened, it's also because it's part of his divine plan. So it really comes from that place of certainty, you know? Uh, so this is something that has been really helping me. And that's what I actually, um, that's why I was inspired to create the journal. Yeah. And I'd love to know with the journal, how do you incorporate the divine names within the journal? Um, just to give people a little bit of an idea of how they can incorporate the divine names when journaling. Mm -hmm. So in the journal, I start with a process and this is basically with the process that I kind of like already explained, you know, like coming to your body, kind of like noticing what is happening. What do you feel that like you wanted to, uh, you want to let go? So let go in the way I describe it are those things that are holding you back to be close to Allah. And we know what are those things, right? So you write it down and then you do some tauba because we want to ask for forgiveness, you know, because maybe is I, even I know that Allah is protecting me. Maybe I feel I cannot trust fully in Allah because, you know, I have been dealing with certain situations. So you, you ask for forgiveness for those things and you write it down. So then it goes into the part of the decade uh, that is under the category of let God. So basically you let go whatever is not serving you. You consciously decide, you know, you want to give this to you, Allah, and then you pick up the names. So at the beginning of the journal, it has specific names for addressing these things, you know, like safety, resentment, self-worth, desire of control, and indignation. But you can use the same format for many, you know, like for anything that you are experiencing. So you pick up the names and then you do your thicker and then whatever emotion, sensation, however you're feeling right now, you just have a space for journaling. So this is basically the process. That's amazing. And I think something else that I think a lot of people might assume when they meet a revert or someone who's converted to Islam is that now your life is perfect. You know, you found your path and you found your way and everything is just, you know, so much easier from here. How is that potentially not the reality? <laughs> um, this is a very interesting question because I feel you know, when you come to Islam, you know, like as Muslim, we know we are supposed to be the slaves of Allah, right? Like we basically are submitting to him. And I feel in that process is the struggle of the self, right? Because it means it's kind of like, it's kind of like I am submitting my will and I'm following what you're telling me to do. So it's really like, I, I call this the walking, right? It's like a walking of constantly surrender. You know, like pain comes when we struggle to let go. When we're trying to hold to certain idea, to certain ideal uh, situation or whatever it was, expectation that we have and those things doesn't happen. But when we start like, 
walking in this path and really, okay, ya Allah, maybe I, know, I don't understand why this is happening, but I trust you. The more that we do that, and that's not easy because it's really like kind of like giving the control of, I don't know, of, of the, the keys of your car, someone else to drive, but Allah, I mean, it's Allah. So why, you don't, why wouldn't you do, do that? But I feel it's a human struggle. <laughs> hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I just think it's so important that, you know, and it's amazing that you found those tools and not only have you found those tools to navigate, you know, make life a little bit easier, uh, but also you're helping so many other women. Can you just tell us briefly a little bit about sacred sisterhood and how, how many women you've helped and what, you know, what do you do with sacred sisterhood? Mm. Sacred sisterhood uh, is actually a community of women and we host women's healing circles and we bring, you know, we talk about different topics related to us, you know, as women, the challenges that we face, but we always bring the, the perspective of Islam and how Allah can help us to, you know, like to grow through those challenges. And we use always divine names to help us in that healing process. So it's a non-judgmental space, you know, it's like the each circle has a different topic. And normally I have like a 12 week programs. So it's like a very, it's like a small group because I want to keep things intimate, you know, like where we can like share, we feel safe. And it's amazing because I feel like the women that are always coming into these programs are like, we know, like, we don't feel alone anymore. We don't feel like quote crazy or I'm experiencing this. No, because we know that we are working on the same thing and something beautiful. And I love this about circles is that when you sit in circle with other women, it's subhanAllah. I feel like your experience or the experience of another sister speak to you somehow. Maybe you were there in a point of your life. Maybe you are going through the same situation or like maybe you know someone that is, it's, it's very much um, like um, a, what is like invisible thread. So, uh, so far, you know, like I started this last year. So the Sacred Sisterhood, actually, I am I'm gonna open enrollment soon for the new, the new, the new journey. The name of the journey is coming home because it's gonna be aligned with the, with the journal. And I will say, alhamdulillah, this is all praises to Allah. I will say, I have been able to connect with maybe around like 150 women, you know, from all over the world that I don't know, you know, like women from Saudi, France, uh, Denmark. Um, it's like I am in the US and it's like how this is happening. I just believe this is from Allah. So like this is what we, you know, what we do in Sacred Sisterhood. And also we have the a monthly dicker. Uh, the last Monday of every month that is open to everyone. If you, maybe you are not so sure, like, you know, I just maybe want to have a taste. So we, we come together. And as I said, every, every session or is I trying to bring um, a challenge that we are having, you know, like, is like, okay, let's talk about uh, maybe don't feel safe. And my intention is always to bring the teachings of Islam and use always the divine names for help us, you know, in our own healing journey. That sounds amazing. And it's incredible that you've found something that you can serve the community with. And that is so beneficial, not only for yourself, but for the wider community. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Laja, for joining us today. And I'm really excited to continue the conversation in future, you know, conversations with you and podcasts. I hope someone, you know, I hope everyone who's listened today has taken away something of value and something that they can implement in their lives, you know, starting from today to help you succeed and be 
you know, more motivated um, in your daily life. So with that being said, if anyone listening would like to find out more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, so they can find me on the website is www.sacredsisterhood.love or on my Instagram is Raja underscore Avila. So if you have any questions or, you know, like maybe you want to understand more about something that I mentioned in in this podcast, please go ahead and feel free to send me a, a message and inshallah we can keep the conversation going. And thank you so much for having me. It's, it's a beautiful opportunity to be you know, in this community and share this that has been really dear to me. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Raja, and all the best with your projects and your journal, inshallah. So I hope you got as much value as I did out of today's golden nugget. Remember, we are here to inspire you every day to succeed. So be sure to tune in daily, whether you are in bed, driving in the car, or listening to the amazing women in our community who are absolutely killing it learn be inspired make connections build that momentum to succeed in everything you do and most of all have fun while you're doing it and i will speak to you all tomorrow